from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Is this Thursday the day we will actually get a Duquette football coach? Maybe. We might even know who it's going to be and not get the announcement until, like, next Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> at this rate. I don't even know how to report this. Uh, Manny Diaz is being rumored to be nearing a finalization of maybe becoming possibly the next Duke head football coach. Did, I, did seen, I put it? Did I cover my tracks enough in the reporting? You seen Pete Dammel of ESPN's reporting it. Just a lot of different outlets are reporting this that it's being finalized. That it's being finalized. But Duke has a presser today for the '76 Birmingham Bowl, which I don't think they would use to announce their head coach. Probably not. Maybe wait till after. If they're waiting just for like convenience of timing, yeah, I mean print 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 shirts that say like we're just a basketball school, like like which I mean Duke is don't Duke basketball is Duke basketball. Don't get me wrong, mm -hmm. but the football program has to have a little bit of pride. Not like oh we'll just push it because it's uh, easier to tell people. Every minute that goes by without a coach is hurting your football program. Um, if I the Manny Diaz hire to me is most aptly described if i if i had to do the exercise right describe this hire in one word uninspiring that's the word i would choose i don't see it rallying any kind of support i don't see recruits being jacked up just uninspiring is he one of the the defensive coordinator one of the best defenses in the country at penn state yes but he's a retread He's been through the ACC. He was the defensive backs coach at NC State a long time ago. Uh, but he's been a head coach in the ACC before. It didn't go well at Miami. He didn't work at Miami. Are you excited by the prospect? Because I, I saw, like, the best argument you have, kind of, is uh, for, for his fit at Duke is, well, there was too much pressure at Miami. All right? The expectations were too high. Are you excited by the prospect of a guy needing less pressure to succeed? Like, hey, if everybody stops paying attention to how well I'm doing, I think I could really thrive. Hey, you know what? I'll take significantly less resources, less money, less support. Uh, if, if that means you guys will stop caring if I win as much. Oh, I like that attitude. Sign right here, please. Yeah, just let me fly under the radar. Yeah, if, if you know what, as long as John Shire's winning, if everyone's happy with what I have going on at the football program, you know, sounds nice to me. That's not what I'm looking for in a coach. I, I did seven and five my last year at Miami. I can get you seven and five. I, I can get Duke. you seven wins in the bowl games. Let's go. How about that? Instead of getting better and winning more games, you just find somewhere where the amount of games you know how to win is acceptable. Exactly. How about that? It's it's reverse engineering. How about that? The, the um, <laughs> it's it's oh I forget some stand up comedian used to say that um right this is like people attractiveness like an L A seven is a Midwest ten. How about that? Right in L A I'm a seven instead of like you know getting in shape. Right. And instead of work, working on my, my physique and trying to, to become a better looking dude, I'm just going to move to the Midwest where I bump up to being a 10. Right. He might be a Miami coach seven, but he's a Duke coach 10. You know, you don't even have to improve. Just relocate. There, there are some pros if it happens. And I, and I want to get ahead of these also. Um, 
it is the overcorrection to Mike Elko, right? Mike Elko came in to Duke, obviously like, I wonder what it would be like to be a head coach at one of the, one of the rich programs. I wonder what that would be like, right? So he, he had two years of success at Duke and caught the first train out of town. Maybe, maybe, and this is probably what they're thinking with the hire, Manny Diaz is more likely to stay already knowing what it's like to be a head coach at a, at a program that has higher expectations, right? He doesn't have to go to Texas A&M. He's been the coach at Miami. He knows what it was, and to be completely honest, didn't look like he had a lot of fun doing that job. So maybe if he has some success at Duke, he'll be like, no, I'm going to stay here because it's, it's, it's more fun for me. Maybe. Also, I do like that they're going defensive coordinator to build off of what, a, what, what Elko is building, right? As, as high profile as Riley Leonard became there for a little bit, and, and he was, you know, the first half of the season, it was like story one, Colorado, story two, more Colorado, three, four, and five, probably more Colorado. But like story six had something to do with Riley Leonard there for a little bit. But even with that being said, Duke was a team that won with defense. They were a team that won with Dwayne Carter and Aeneas Peoples and Al Blades Jr. They were a team that won with defense. So going back to a defensive coordinator is, I think, a smart move, right? If, if, it, if that part wasn't broke, don't fix it. The part that was broke was uh, your coach ran away as soon as he had success. So if Manny Diaz is a little bit scared off from that and he's a defensive coordinator – Again, the pro would be maybe he can keep building in the image of Elko and isn't as quickly to jump the, the first train out of town if he has some success. But uninspiring, right? If the best thing you can say about him is, hey, maybe he won't leave. <laughs> maybe he's already failed at the bigger steps, so he doesn't want to go to the bigger steps. If that's one of the, one of the first pros of, of your coaching hire, I don't think it's great. Also, the timeline of it is terrible. If it took this long and you're going to settle for that, settling is the wrong word. That's mean. Uh, and, and you're going to end up at Manny Diaz. Feels like Manny Diaz could have been selected much quicker. Right? I, I don't think many of the A&Ms in Michigan states were entertaining Manny Diaz. So it's not like it was, he had to, you know, stall and drag his feet as he played out the string on all these other positions. It, it seems like if you were going to end on Manny Diaz, you probably should have done it last Friday. Now we're on this Thursday. We're on this Thursday, right? And we are still uh, waiting it out, if you will. I chose William Peace because of the personalized education it offers, which allows students to truly know their professors. It's really possible to make genuine connections with your professors and learn intentionally here and dive deep into what you're passionate about. A 12 to 1 student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate. Last night, NC State had a bit of a party of their own. 
David Thompson statue reveal. They had Heritage Night at, at, at Reynolds. It was a whole thing. Uh, and, and, you know, like any good party, you need a couple surprises, right? Like, like any good party. You can't, I mean, yeah. it's like, hey, we, you know, we got a cake and we got party hats. It's like, yeah, but what, what you didn't know is the magician. What you didn't know is balloon animals. Let's you, go. You need to have some kind of surprise, right? MJ Rice. As good of a debut as you could possibly ask for for NC State basketball last night against UMES. Uh, the transfer from Kansas had been uh, hurt, right? He'd been playing his way back from an injury. And, you know, as I described it, throughout most of the season thus far, he's been like a, a Yeti in that he'll show up like in the background of team social media posts or his teammates' social media posts, and fans will have to decipher all they can. Like, is that him? Is 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 he wearing a brace? Did did he look tired? Did he look like he had just worked out? Did he look like he practiced? Did he look like did he get run in five on five scrimmaging? What are we what are we looking at? He he was like a mythical creature in the background of pictures taken of other things. Like where's Waldo? Yeah, exactly. Well, guess what? Last night you didn't have to you didn't have to search. You didn't have to look in the background of anything. He he made his debut on the floor in a real. NC State college basketball game that counted, and he, he, like I said, it was about as good as you could expect. He played 11 minutes. Now, granted, right, full context, it was against UMES. They won by like 30, so it's it's not, you know, I guess as exciting as if he would have done this against an ACC opponent or something along those lines. But 11 minutes, 11 points, five of six shooting with six rebounds. It's a heck of a day. If he played 25 minutes and came away with that stat sheet in, in his first appearance, I would be super excited. To do it in 11 minutes, that meant, you know, he very much was waiting to to kind of uh, break the seal on the season, right? He, he was uh, pushing for entrance, and as soon as he got in, he, he exploded a bit there. That's a lot of aggressiveness. And on top of that, with less than a minute left, he couldn't help himself uh, granted, it's a 30-point victory. Some might say it is uncouth. I say it is a player that needed to put an exclamation point on his debut and the game and a little honoring of David Thompson. Uh, flew in for a dunk. Flew in for a dunk. If only to prove to everybody that he still can. In the words of Kevin Keats, the head coach of NC State, he was quoted saying, you get a dunk and David Thompson's in the building and he claps? Pretty good dunk. I agree. Yeah. If you, if, you, if, if you impress David Thompson with a dunk, it's like, you know what? That's pretty good, right? If if You did something right. Yeah. If Whitney Houston says, nice high note, hey, that's pretty good. Yeah. Right? Usain Bolt says, you look fast. Pretty good. So it's a pretty good day for MJ Rice. And most of that, I believe, was just him checking boxes in his return, right? It's just him, you know, yes, I, uh, I'm i healthy enough to do this. Let me cut on it. Let me jump. Let me uh, get physical, right? Because he's a big dude. He's actually a more sturdy individual than I think I was giving him credit for. And I don't know if that was an, an off-season addition, if he hit the weight room heavy, or or if, you know, he had that at Kansas and I just kind of missed it. He he can he can bully ball some people out there, on the especially if he gets matched up on a smaller perimeter defender. The thing I liked most, six rebounds. That's assertive, right? That's you don't you don't have to give me the ball. I'm gonna get the ball in what ten minutes, right? Ten minutes, six yeah. rebounds, six shots, five makes, eleven points. 
one dunk that made David Thompson clap. If you did that over, like you said, 25 minutes, you'd be like, it's solid day. That, it's, I'd be probably saying very similar things yeah. if it were a, a 24-minute debut because I wouldn't know that it would have been possible in 10. The thing that I – again, the, the rebounds, the aggressiveness are what stuck out to me because I do think that team might need a – you know, I hate this term. We need to come up with a better one, an alpha. I think they need an alpha on the perimeter. I mean, yesterday I was singing the praises of Casey Morsell. I am a big Casey Morsell fan, but I do think he is more of like the team guy, right? He's We, we talked to him at ACC tip-off. He said, my role is to make sure all the new guys feel welcome, right? He's the one like throwing the barbecue, inviting everyone over. He's the one uh, distributing to the ball, the ball to a transfer that needs to get his own buckets going, right? The, like he's, he's, a, he's a pleaser. You know what else was, was kind of cool about MJ Rice's debut? He played 10 minutes, six rebounds, six shots, 11 points, zero assists. He was out there to get his, right? Again, I don't I don't love that, the you know, oh, you got to be an alpha. Alpha just seems like it's a word that's taken on so many other connotations. But I, I do think they need that dominant personality on the perimeter. Uh, you know, they kind of have one inside with DJ Burns, right? He's a, he's a personality guy, and you're aware Right. Uh, there were a couple times he caught it on kind of that short corner and they didn't double him last night. And you could just feel him go like, you're not going to double me. <laughs> you aren't going to double me. Spin move bucket. Like, like I need that kind of attitude on the perimeter at times. And, and based on a very, very small sample size debut, you might have that in MJ Rice. You might have that in MJ Rice. He's a local guy also from from Durham originally. Bounced around a ton in high school. There was some Oak Hill years. There was a, a, a prep year, I think, on the West Coast. There, there, there were some some years there. But uh, but he, he understands what, what kind of basketball is from around here. I think he understands the history. And I don't think it's uh, you know, a surprise that he debuted on David Thompson Day. The drive with Tim Donnelly, 99-9 the fan. You know what else happened at the basketball game last night? More surprises? It, the more surprises. They brought out the magician. They brought out the... The, the metaphorical uh, uh, balloon animal. And then they brought out, like, the guy on stilts. And then they brought out, like, an elephant for rides. They really they, they upped the surprises. Here are the ponies. Uh, exactly. At one at a time. One, okay, two at a time. Uh, Peyton Wilson. So, so Peyton Wilson is, let's be real, he had such a good season. He's the, the linebacker, NC State football. Had such a good season that – the Dick Butkus Award, which goes to the best linebacker in the country, right? The the number one linebacker in the country. That award alone, I don't think would have surprised him. If if just uh, uh, Dave Doran, you know, called up Peyton and said, like, hey, Peyton, I need you to swing by the office. I got something for you. Peyton would have been walking down there going, I bet this is the Butkus Award. Right, everybody knows I'm going to win the Buckus Award. So they wanted to surprise him with the award. To do that, they really had to throw him off the scent. They had to drag him out onto the court during a basketball game. David Thompson's there. Basketball team's playing. It's in Reynolds, so it's a it's a different vibe. They drag him, and they had to bring the other uh, football team captains out with him. So Brennan Armstrong's out there, right? They, they, they have the whole pomp and circumstance and just say, hey, we're just going to honor the football team. We want the captains to walk onto the floor. He's out there, probably a little awkward because it always is. What do I do? Do I wave? 
Do I acknowledge? Do I wave to all four sides? What kind of a T-shirt to throw? It's a little awkward. And then they uh, they walk up to him and surprise him with the Dick Butkus Award trophy. All of a sudden, there's people to hug. Dave Doran's out there. Looks like some family members. Like, that's – and it worked. By the way, I do think they actually caught him off Oh, guard, yeah, they legit did. Which is cool. Like, that. Like I always wonder <laughs> – now we're just talking about parties – I always wonder how do you actually get surprised for like a par- a birthday party surprise birthday party for you on your birthday? I'm always going like you had like part of if you're just randomly like hey can you come to my house and pick up the the pan that you left six years ago I really want you to have it back and it is on your birthday your antennas have to go up a little bit right you pull up to your house there's a billion cars parked a block away on the the street and you're just gonna walk in like your antennas it's your birthday. So what do you have to do? You have to, like, do a whole other thing, right? You have to go, like, get the hose inside, put a little water on the kitchen and say, I think we have a leak. Now your mind's out of it. Boom, now you hit them with the surprise. The basketball game was was the hose. Mm-hmm. See, they, they, they had to throw off the scent, then get them. Because the Dick Butkus Award, that's how good this, this guy's season was. The Dick Butkus Award in and of itself, I don't think it was that big of a surprise. So yeah, I've, yeah, I'm I'm gonna win that award. I was the best linebacker by a lot. They're like, all right, fine. Well, what if we surprise you at a basketball game? I'm like, okay, that that might do it. That surprised him. He did say he's undecided on playing in the bowl game. Fair. He's a crucial piece. <laughs> like, yes, uh, ten win season would be pretty darn cool. Uh, on the Pack Therapy podcast, which is available everywhere podcasts can be found, uh, myself and, and Mike Glennon talked with Brendan Armstrong and the the starting quarterback, and he talked about. Like, hey, 10-win season means something to this team and this program. Like, we're we're still going for it. Um, Peyton Wilson would very, very much help that cause. His legacy is already intact. I don't think he has to by any stretch. Um, you know, there's already talk about no one should ever wear number 11 again. I don't know if the, the program will agree with that. But uh, but his legacy could grow a little bit. You go make you get an opportunity to make a couple more plays. Mm-hmm. Just everyone that is superstitious, right? Knock on some wood, throw some some salt over your shoulder. I don't know. Grab Burn your lucky, some sage. Whatever yeah, you gotta whatever do. you got to do. Grab the the lucky rabbit's foot and say that he doesn't get hurt. But uh, but I, I would enjoy watching him play one more game for NC State. I would enjoy him taking a bite out of the pop tarts bowl. And actually, uh, maybe this this is the first time I saw it. Uh, I covered Old Dominion football last year at a previous job. First time I saw this, they had two guys that ended up getting drafted in the NFL from from Old Dominion, from ODU. Uh, they were at, they did not participate in in like an end of the season game or a bowl game or whatever, but they were still there on the sideline. I thought that was interesting. Like they're so beloved that they can make like a personal decision, and everybody's still like, "Well, you're still part of the team. Get on out here." Like I, I think Peyton might be able to swing that right, even if he's like, "I don't want to play." They're like, "Well, could you at least?" Tutor the guys that are going to be replacing you next year. <laughs> Could you be there helping with the, the the call, the play calls? Like, we we still want you there. You're still, you've earned your 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 rest, your 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 vet day. But could you still be on the sideline? Could, could you? We'll get you some pop tarts. Yeah, let's be real. If he was on the sideline, like, give me your helmet. <laughs> True. <laughs> he give me your helmet. <laughs> that's actually a good point. He like, who's like you know the say he's being replaced by i don't know that the roster offhand like the the guy taking his position was number 35 it's like when did 35 grow four inches and 
knocks seven tenths of a second off their 40 yard dash. It seems like at halftime, he completely changed. That's Peyton Wilson for you. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. The Designery grand opening, we're scheduled to open May 16th and do our grand opening party then. We're going to be catering some food. We're doing some giveaways. We have a VR headset, an Echo Show, some kitchen gadgets, and some fancy knives. 12 to 2 p.m. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at thedesignery.com.